Welcome to Ilani Talks, a podcast focused on self-care, love, and all that comes with it. I'm your host, Ilani Salcedo. I'm a mental and emotional health writer in the wellness space, and this is just an extension in voice format, of course, that I do on ilanisalcedo.com. One of the most nerve-wracking things to share is who I am as a person to those who don't know me personally, as I share in this episode. It's difficult to talk about yourself in the first place, and you could only imagine how creating this has been one of the most challenging things for me to do. I do hope with what I speak about, it gives a clear insight into who I am outside of the work I do and why connecting with others is such an important part of my personality. In creating the episode's topic points, I had to talk it out with someone who I deeply love that's in my life, and they posed a question that I think is the best starter to this episode. The question is, who are you when you're not giving? This question is perfect because it did leave me stunned for a second, and it really got me thinking, okay, without me having to mention the work that I do, which is focused on giving my viewers and my audience a motivating force through words and other content that I create without mentioning how much um, I try to help people see their value without mentioning how much I put myself second especially for my family and my friends and my significant other without mentioning all that who am I really without giving Um, I'm a person who is very loyal who is always checking up on others who make sure that you're okay with your life and if there's anything that I could do to support that in any way I am always trying to do that as best as I could but without having to mention too much more of that I am a very chill person I am always or not always but you could find me often watching a Netflix series whether that's a new series or an old one that I'm re-watching. I love watching movies. Drama and action are my favorite genres. I do love romantic movies, but romantic stories that are real realistic. I don't like really sappy ones or like super cheesy ones. So anything that also makes me have a good cry. I love a movie that can make me cry. And it might sound weird to some, but... Yeah, if I find a movie that makes me cry, it's a winner in my book. I also love baking cookies. That used to be something I used to do for the holiday season, for Christmas. And I kind of stopped doing that just because life gets busy and the holidays itself surrounding you is kind of rushed. I, I just want to enjoy the moments and if I do have time to bake cookies during the season I will and if not I'm not going to force myself but I do try to incorporate doing that every few months because it is fun for me and I absolutely love it. I have a sweet tooth so cookies are one of my favorite desserts and sweets and I absolutely love chocolate chip. They're my favorite because I love chocolate so those are are things that I absolutely love doing. I do love cooking, um, whether it be something I find off the internet, something I intuitively cook, or something from a physical cookbook that I have. It's always fun to be in the kitchen and just whip up something new or something that I already make. 
uh, it's just delicious. I love food. Food is one of my love languages. Another thing that I absolutely love doing is including yoga and meditation in my daily life. As I mentioned, I am very chill, and those two things just keep me more grounded, especially when it comes to very difficult situations. Without those two, maybe I wouldn't be as grounded. I think naturally I am a grounded and chill person, but that just amplifies it, which is such a beautiful thing. I also love reading, so obviously with that I love books. You could see me with a book often, if not every single day. You'd think that I'm also a library because I have so many of them. I try to read before going to bed, but if not, I do try and read at least one chapter on a daily basis. At this moment this year, I'm giving myself a challenge to read 50 books. So far, I read five. I'm on number six and I'm rereading another, so I assume that makes me on seven as well. Yeah, so wish me luck. I hope I'm able to, to get to my challenge. Spending time with family is also something that's extremely important to me. We are very close, so it makes it easier to spend that quality time together and very much include each other in our day-to-day -day lives and just keep in contact and all of that and with the same intensity I obviously do that for my significant other and vice versa. I try to do my best with my friends as well and just keep that nourishment in all my relationships because that is so important to me and I hold people so close to my heart. There's no way I could separate, separate that from from who I am. I hope this really answers the question well of who I am when I'm not giving. But I want to continue this episode really talking about connection because that is a huge piece of who I am and probably just why I do all that I do. I care so much about connection with others because it's the essence of who I am. I come from a very huge family and... For me, and I'm not going to speak for every single person that has a big family or has a close family, I think seeing that has instilled that within me to always connect and get along with others. Connection for me, specifically, includes closeness, includes loyalty, includes making sure that we're always checking in with each other and always holding value to each other in our lives and always kind of showing that. I know that in life things get get rough or we get very caught up that might distance ourselves from each other, but I try to not let that be part of my relationships because that doesn't sit well with me because God forbid something happens to some other people lives that I absolutely adore and love. I will regret that I didn't spend that extra moment to speak to them or catch up with them or just reach out to see how they were doing. Um, I think it's very important to just be that like that as a person because we miss out on so much because we allow things in our own lives to kind of catch our attention and I think kind of blinds us at some point to not really pay attention and nourish our relationships with whoever it is. While this view is very unique to me and there might be others that feel the same way who hold those same values, I know that that doesn't come with each relationship and with each person that's in your life. And 
I'm going to talk from a personal point on what if my feelings or my values in my relations relationships aren't reciprocated. It's very, very difficult for me, especially because I put so much energy and so much authenticity into relationships without really expecting anything back. But it does sometimes get to a point where I don't feel a reciprocated. <laughs> I don't feel it reciprocated. I can't say the word. Um, I don't feel it reciprocated. And when that happens, it hurts me. I feel... I feel neglected, I feel undervalued, I feel like I don't matter to the person. Whether that's true or not, um, it's just what I feel. I try my hardest to work with it. Um, I am not the best of communicating it to people. It's, it's very, very difficult for me to do that just because it hurts so much. And when things hurt me that much... All I do is cry. I cry so easily, especially when I'm expressing my feelings. That's not something I do gracefully. So if I do ever get to the point of needing to express those feelings, it, it takes a lot, a lot for me. And I'm also an empath. So I feel everything so deeply. So if um if I'm feeling or if I'm not feeling that 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 um reciprocation from someone else it's it's a lot for me to feel and i and i'm a very intense person although i'm an introvert and feel everything you know in a in a in an inner way and maybe not verbally it's a lot it's a lot for me to handle sometimes and i sometimes need to disconnect with it and then um i i try to sit with it as much as possible and try to get over that and trying to put myself in other people's shoes to to really view on uh, and not take it personally. I think that's that's why I try to do that and not feel too needy, but we are humans and it's very important to understand what we need from people and what people need from from us. Times like that, I think to get better with people and relationships in general is first be very aware of your love language and what you need from your relationships, whether it's from your family, whether it's from your friends, whether it's from your coworkers, acquaintances, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife. You need to figure out what is it you need and then you need to also be very aware and conscious of another person's needs and what they want from a relationship or how they view relationships because how they view relationship is relationships is how they're going to treat you and treat their relationship with you now every every person's way is different and no one's wrong and no one's right it's just you have to find that balance within you and another person to make it work and that willingness to make it work and that that drive to to continuously nourish it because you need to nourish every single relationship in your life. It doesn't matter if it's platonic, um, if it's a family member, if it's a, a romantic relationship. They're all relationships. And to me, it's so deeply important to always show that love, that love for another human being in your life, no matter how and where that relationship fits in your life. It's important to always nourish it and always express in your best way how much people actually mean to you in your life. 
while I'm talking about connection and how it's very important to me and how I think it defines so much of who I am on a personal level and why I do the work that I do, there are people I cannot connect with. And I think that goes with everyone. There is no way that you get along with every single person in the world world or every single type of person in the world. And for me specifically, there are there are certain people that I just cannot vibe with well as as much as I try. First, arrogant people, whether they know it or not, I do not vibe well with them. I can't or like my my body literally cannot handle that energy and with people who are arrogant, if I just meet them, for the most part, I am not going to get close to them. I'll just let them be. But if for, if for some reason a person develops or within my relationship with them, as it's developing, the arrogance comes out, I try to view it first from where they're coming from. Or if this is something or if this is a characteristic of them that has always been there. And it's just been hiding in a sense. I don't really deal well with that. I also do not deal well with people who are selfish to their actions and to their words and to their views when it comes to others. Selfish people often devalue others in an instant and me experiencing that and viewing that, viewing a person doing that to someone else is one of the most hurtful and one of the most frustrating things to encounter. And yeah, I think that kind of goes the same with arrogant people. I, I just can't do it. I will just disconnect completely and I won't be rude, but I just, I won't tolerate it and I'll be respectful as possible. But the t my tolerance level for that is definitely not up there at all. Another type of person I cannot, for the life of me, connect to are people who try to fit in so much that they completely lose themselves within trying to do that for others. And usually when that happens, you already know the person or you already know who they really are deep down inside. And when you see or when I see people that I love or people that I know completely shift, I'm like, what is going on? What is happening? What is going on within you that you feel like you need to be uh, 100% different than who you are as a person? That not only frustrates me, but it hurts me deeply. And the way I deal with that might not always be the best for the other person. I could be a little tough in the sense of giving tough love and advice or just like pointing out stuff. And I try not to do that because... It just doesn't maybe come out well. And it's really hard for me to express that, to kind of say like, man, I do not like this about you because you're not valuing yourself or you're not showing your true self and accepting who you are so people are are allowed to do the same towards you. It, it, it definitely hurts me deeply when that happens. And sometimes I completely disconnect where I can't speak to you. It depends to what level it gets. I can't say I'm always going to react like that where I always do, but it's very, very difficult for me to be in situations like that. In talk with all of this about connecting with people and, and who I connect to and 
how that's so important to me and who I don't connect too well with. I do want to share my experience on maybe increasing the likelihood of you getting along better with people or just how to get or how to improve your your relationships with others. The first thing I do want to share is with my experience when I am not able to connect with others. And this is with already formed relationships. It leaves me with a huge feeling of loss and I grieve that a lot and since I'm an introvert, I'm very internal about it, so it affects me deeply. Um, I think with loss comes a lot of pain, and it might just be for a situation that might be, or might have been misunderstood from either your point of view or the other per person's point of view, but either way, it's a, it's a loss at the moment, and I think the best way to overcome things is to communicate and use your words and reach out as much as possible. Even when it's hard, it could be the smallest of things. It doesn't have to be a grand act, but every small step that you take in order to salvage a relationship of any kind is definitely valuable and I think improves it a lot more than if you kept that to yourself or just completely disconnected and never spoke to a person again. I want to say I kind of could do that. I have the capability to do that because I get hurt so easily. I am very sensitive. I try not to take things personal because I know sometimes people do not do things to me. It's just something that they're going on, that's going on with them, and I try, I try my best to not take it personally, and I think that's also why I do so much yoga and meditation, to just really ground myself and not allow so much of the external world to sometimes affect me in my relationships. I usually do not let the external world affect me too much because it's very subjective in that sense, but I'm deeply affected by any connection that I have with someone, and I really try to check in with myself on how that's affecting me and why it's affecting me, and then I try to express it as best as possible. It doesn't come out all the time, but I am always trying to improve that part of myself. If what I shared today has allowed you to see my human side a little bit more, then I've done my job well. We all struggle with our own inner world, quickly bringing up a list of insecurities to the surface, but hopefully, as humans, we're working towards a greater good at the end of it all. Thank you for coming across Ilani Talks today and listening to the episode, The Human Apart from the Work. As always, kindly leave a comment, subscribe, share with whom you see fit, and stay tuned for future episodes. Until the next one, with all my love, Ilani.